when hinges creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls. Whenever candlelights flicker, where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Welcome Home Podcast. I am your host, your ghost host. (laughs) Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 41 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom, here as always with Trevor and Damon. What's up, guys? How's it going? Oh, doing good. Good. Damon? I'm doing well, but just so everyone knows, I I just told the guys, I'm going to do this one without even reading from my notes. (laughs) The Blind Podcast. I like that you like to break the fourth wall all the time. <laughs> I do. I, I, I like to make it a little different. I mean, I could I could try to lie and tell you because I think it's going to be fun, or I could just tell you the truth is I'm actually working on something else. But either way, like <laughs> it, it is going to be interesting. But when I don't have anything in front of me, I'm probably going to say a lot of stupid things. That's, that's all I, right. I, there wouldn't be any different than normal. That's uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Starting off well. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, <laughs> let's start with a listener question. <laughs> uh, do you want to read this? Eddie, Trevor, do you want to read this since uh, yeah. Damon's not reading stuff today? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get this one. So so Sarah wrote in, uh, hi, guys. Thank you for the great podcast. It's been helpful as we research DVC. I would like to submit a question for a future show. Oh, look, we're on a future show. We plan to buy <laughs> DVC when Riviera opens next year. However, living in Colorado, Disneyland is closer, and we like to visit about once a year. The DVC at Grand Californian has had a reputation of being impossible to book unless you own there and can book at the 11-month window. Do you find this to be true? We do not. We oh, sorry. We do not have kids, and we enjoy traveling at slower times of the year. Do you think we can ever luck into booking a couple of nights at the Grand Californian at the seven-month window? The cost of hotel rooms at Disneyland make booking the DVC points very enticing. Thank you. Okay, so <laughs> couple a couple of things here. Yeah. Um, first thing, yeah, unfortunately the, the amount of rooms that are at the Grand Californian is extremely low. What is it? There's like 48 or something like that. I think it's 48 rooms total. Yeah. So, and I don't know if it's the same situation in Florida where, where they have to have some of those rooms as cash rooms too or not, but we should probably find that out, but 48 rooms total. Yeah, either way, if I mean, obviously, Sarah has been to Disneyland, so so she's kind of aware of the size of the area. Is yeah, there there really is not a lot of space there, and there's not, yeah, you. I, I hate to say it, but um, yeah, having that eleventh month window, I think that is one of the resorts you definitely want to have that if you can get it. However. That's not to say that it would be necessarily impossible because I do read about people on Facebook getting rooms at the Grand Californian, but it's usually on a wait list. So, yeah. so yeah, the thing you kind of got to understand is that, you know, if you want to go there, you know, book a wait list, people who book it earlier, you know, they change plans, stuff like that. So there's a good chance that you may, you know, get your booking, but still kind of risky though. I mean, if, if you really wanted to be there, 
once a year, I, I think it would be worth, you know, trying to find some resale points, although they are getting harder and harder. And yeah, the, the the chance of there being another hotel there is becoming less and less. So less and less. Well, I well, and I I read too that even if they did build another hotel there, that it, the, I don't think the city would allow them to have more DVC rooms or something like that. Yeah, that and that's yeah, that's because DVC is a timeshare; it's not a hotel, right? Exactly. So so it's the area is not zoned for that. So yeah, Disney getting the approval for more rooms is is prohibitively difficult. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And and so I, I wouldn't say don't think that you're never going to get a room there because obviously there are some people that stay there. Um, so mm-hmm. somebody has to stay in those rooms. Uh, I, I would say if you really want to stay there, I would say buy there just as, as my, you know, as, as our recommendation here is to, to buy there because 11 months out would be key for that. But I mean, you know, like like Trevor said, you could always get lucky. You could always get lucky on a wait list. Um, you know, you could try to maybe even, um, I, I know there's some people out there that like, uh, I don't want to say swap points, but well, you know, maybe you can find somebody that owns grand Californian and, you know, do something with them. I, there's a lot of, a lot of different things you can do, but it, it it's just a really, really tough resort to stay at on DVC points. And, and you know, the, the thing is too, I, I was, I was kind of thinking, I, I read this question, um, earlier and, I guess so. So this is just my personal opinion on it, and I'm sure that you know people wouldn't necessarily agree with me. Is that you know there is also the option of converting the points to pay for a proper hotel room. It was I think it's called the Dream Collection or something like that. Yeah, um, that sounds right. Yeah. So I, I know I know people say you know that's not a good use or a good value use of your points and it's true it's not but i I feel like if you're going to disney i'd be willing to bend that a little bit if if you know you could even get you know a few nights on cash and then you know use some of your points to pay for part of it so that you know you're offsetting that um i personally think that's an option i would be okay with doing that just because of the way um disneyland is with, with the limited amount of space they have well, and, and you can do what a lot of people also do with the cruises where you could just rent out all your points for that year and then use the cash to stay at Grand Californian on cash. True. Yeah. I so, mean, that's another option, too. Yeah. So so I, I, I guess it I guess part of it depends, too, uh, is, you know, how how much are you um, how much are you convinced that you need to necessarily be staying in a DVC room? Because, I mean, even staying at the Grand Californian is is a very nice hotel i've stayed there a couple of times and i love it it's like you know outside of dvc it's still a really nice hotel so if you're willing to sacrifice that there is definitely some options for you but yeah that that is kind of a difficult one (laughs) it is it is definitely a difficult one so um yeah so so there's there's that one uh you know and and we really appreciate you writing in sarah and, and listening of course you know, we mm-hmm. appreciate that um, for sure, I, and I hope that helps. I know it's you know not the best answer of the world. <laughs> we wish we wish we could help you more. Yeah, th- th- there's no secret back door to, to getting into the Grand Californian. It's unfortunately just, not. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just it's a popular resort and it's very limited, and so this is what we got because of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Um, so let's let's talk to there was there was a I'm not sure if you guys saw this or not, but there was a survey that came out to certain DVC members. I'm not going to say whether or not I got the survey or not, but we're, <laughs> <laughs> but some some sites are reporting this. Uh-huh. Uh, that, yeah. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but basically, uh, they're they're put, they put a survey out to some DVC members. I saw saw it on some message boards too. Um, where they are testing out names for a new DVC resort, you know, via survey. And, it, you know, if you follow Disney at all, Disney will test out things in surveys that eventually do end up becoming, you know, true uh, because they, they like to see what people like and are interested in. So uh, the one I'm seeing here is a, a DVC resort called Disney Discovery Lodge. And my first thought when I see that is we talked many podcasts ago about them building a hotel on the site of river country which damon really wants it to be was a haunted river country lodge mm-hmm. or something yeah is that is that the name you came up with damon i forgot i'm not allowed to talk about it anymore i was told uh, what by who oh not by you guys just by people that can't be named i'm not allowed to bring it up anymore oh, you know, maybe okay there's a deal going on we don't know so- <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. yes i think it should have been something it should have been something a little bit more um yeah, haunted haunted river country would be haunted river country. Be yeah. the best. I love that the fans like remember it and talk about it. Like it is funny. I, I love that. I love yeah. that. <laughs> well, I'll, let me read. Also, they included a description too, uh, and I'll read it real quick. The setting of the resort, draped by lush draped by lush cypress trees, is unlike any other. Being fully secluded and disconnected from the hustle of city life, uh, with the only only the starry sky above and sounds of nature. It, around uh, a true modern-day luxury. Uh, Being able to connect with nature in a refined setting, allowing time to be spent uh, on the outdoors in a comfortable, relaxing way. The interiors are quiet and succinct, giving uh, way to nature to stand out. Every space has framed views of outdoors, which allow for seamless integration of the exterior and interior spaces and give guests a moment to pause and observe. The use of steel, glass, and wood are reminiscent of beautifully crafted cabins found in nature. Well-crafted details and refined materials throughout the property give guests elevated visual experience and uh, lend attention to the organic forms of the outdoors. So, I mean, it has to be at River Country, right? I mean, that's well, uh, where, where else could that apply to? <laughs> th- th- this could be Wilderness Lodge. Like, It does sound like it, Wilderness it's, Lodge, right? I'm, I'm listening to you saying this, and I'm like, so they're building Wilderness, Wilderness Lodge. Lodge again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> I, I was going to say, you know, it, it makes sense. It, it definitely makes it's sense because, you know, it is part of that area, right? It's, yeah. you know, you got Wilderness Lodge, you've got uh, Copper Creek and, and, and all that. So, you know, it all fits in because River Country is like right next to Wilderness Lodge. So, you know, it'll just be a continuation of that. The the fact that they say, you know, it's, you know, secluded and all that, I guess as secluded as you can get being, you know. At Disney World? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know, it's actually, I think, I I would have to check the map, but I think it's actually closer to Magic Kingdom than than Wilderness Lodges, which means you're still going to hear the fireworks and the boats and stuff, even though it won't be, you know, as pronounced because you're you're on the other lake it's it's not seven seas lagoon what is it um bay lake uh bay lake yeah yeah so so you're on bay lake so okay fine um which is the natural lake yeah and not and the man-made the, one yeah the name though the the discovery lodge i almost feel like that's kind of a weird nod to discovery island well that's what i was saying to you guys i was like how cool would it be if they reopened discovery island 
and made it only available to this resort where they like reopened it, put animals back on the island and made it like an exclusive thing for staying in that resort where they took you on tours of the island and had animal interactions and stuff like that. That would be super cool. I think it couldn't be called discovery Island though, because we have discovery Island in animal kingdom now. That's true. Yeah. So to rename it, you know how confusing that would be that that would be like, you know, people go to Disney Springs and think they're going to Pandora. (laughs) <laughs> and then and then they end up in the jewelry store like yeah that's, <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah that's true i guess you couldn't really do that um you call it you could call it discovery island uh, discovery lodge island yeah, whoa, <laughs> just, okay <laughs> super creative right um yeah. i don't know i mean i think it sounds interesting obviously this might not be the final name but i i saw some other names that were out there too so obviously they're testing a couple different names um, but I thought this was interesting. I, I don't know what to think of it based on that name. I mean, I, I don't know if they're just calling it that to make it sound like, you know, adventurous and things like that. I don't know, but I thought it was interesting. Yeah. And, and I, I like that, you know, they're, I like they're describing it as, you know, it's going to be, you know, another upscale type resort. So I, I, I guess, yeah, yeah. you know, luxury. you know, yeah, it's, it's going to be, yeah, a luxury. So, you know, along the same lines as contemporary and, and, Polynesia and all that that's I mean that's good I think it's great that they're they're you know not just saying you know hey we got another hotel here you know like an, an, another wilderness lodge I, I feel there will be some distinction it's just on the surface I go okay they've already got you know that theme they, they've already got the nature theme I wish that they would have done something different I I feel like you know they, they've <laughs> yeah. they've killed that theme they, they've got it and they know how to do it and it's like, you know, do something a little different. I know it's going to be right next door, but, you know, you've got you've got three different styles of hotels on Seven Seas Lagoon. So, you know. I guess it's just hard because <laughs> you're in the woods, right? And how many different variations of, like, the lodge thing can you do, right? <laughs> like, it's pretty much going to be all the same thing. But, but that's what I'm saying. Why does it have to be a lodge? Like, Well, it, I guess it doesn't. I mean, but, like, you wouldn't put the contemporary in the middle of the woods. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... I don't know. I, I, mm. I get why they're doing it because it's like, oh, we have this space of land. It's a Magic Kingdom resort, so we could, you know, charge more for it. it I don't know. I Yeah, I just wish the theming was different yeah. is all. Well, I, I will like, say, too, I've seen some people complain about Co- Copper Creek's design. They don't like how modern it is, which, I you know, I, I have not stayed in any of those rooms, but I've seen pictures, and it is modern, but it's still got, like, those rust, that rustic feel to it. It's still got, mm-hmm. like, a lot of wood accents and things like that. So I, I've seen a lot of people complain about about that, that kind of design, which it seems like this resort is very much that design. So I don't know. I think it's interesting, though. I guess we'll have to see, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. This one, if, th- if the Discovery Island thing comes about, I will. Yeah, yeah. that I'll, would be cool. I'll, I'll owe you a Coke or something because that, <laughs> that, <laughs> that would make surprising. it really unique, though. That would make yeah. it really unique, you know, and and that would make it different. And and I, I think that's kind of what they're going to try to go for with this because they do have to differentiate it from Wilderness Lodge and from Copper Creek and from which you know, let's be honest, Copper Creek is Wilderness Lodge. I mean, it's in the same building. It's the <clears> same <throat> building. So it, I I don't even consider those separate. Um, and even though they have different names. And, um, you know, of course, you have the campgrounds right there, too. So I don't know. We'll see what they do. This, this should be interesting. But the, this next story, I thought of Damon, actually, because we've talked about this before. 
and we kind of had a i kind of had a feeling this was going to happen eventually <laughs> yeah <laughs> right okay yeah so I, if you guys have listened to us for a while or if you follow dvc news um when they built copper creek you know speaking of copper creek they built this uh, lounge called reunion station um where it was going to be kind of like club level where you could pay 50 dollars per night for adults and 33 dollars per child uh, for, during your stay at Copper Creek or Boulder Ridge, and you could get you know like the little hors d'oeuvres in the you know at night and in the morning some breakfast stuff and some alcoholic drinks and stuff like that. Well, from what I've seen on Facebook, just about nobody was doing this. <laughs> it just it seems like it was not popular at all. It makes no sense. It really yeah. doesn't. So they have tweaked this. Uh, so now. Um, because it used to be that you had to, you, every guest in the traveling party had to do it in order for you to do it. So it wasn't like just one person could do it if they wanted to do it. Everybody had to do it. And also before you had to do the entire length of stay. So you couldn't just be like, well, I want to access for three days or something like that. Now they've list, lifted both of those restrictions. So now you can do it, uh, any amount of days that you want. And then you can also do it where not everybody in your party has to do it. So I think this makes this a lot more attractive. I, I mean, I think this was the smart move to do. And maybe they just didn't have the capability to figure it out before, you know, to have it where it was just easy before. You said, okay, everybody in your party's doing it, and it's the whole length of stay. You know, maybe uh, they probably had to add something where they scan magic bands or something to figure out if they have it on these days or, or something like I don't know. But I, I think this makes it a lot more attractive. I probably still wouldn't do it just because it's a little rich for my blood. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, I guess when I, when I thought about this too, you know, this scenario is, you know, you have to want to be staying at Boulder Ridge or Copper Creek. So if you're staying, cause I think they've opened this up to everyone too, right? Like you don't have to I, be I staying so. there. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. so, you know, if you're staying at any other resort, you're not really going to go out of your way to go to reunion station. So, so that right there makes it prohibitive. Secondly, you know, $50 a day, uh, that's yeah. Kind of pricey for sure. like snacks and stuff like it like i i think the only way it would really work is you know if you had a day where you were literally you know not planning on doing anything else you were just staying around the resort and you had no intention of you know going for dinner or anything else and you just wanted to you know hang out by the pool and go eat snacks a resort day but, yeah but then yeah. but then still would i really want to pay 50 dollars for that privilege when i could just you know go buy snacks from the pool bar when i wanted to yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, I I wondered because I, I know Damon when this first came out that you were kind of sort of interested in it. Does this make you more interested in it? No. Would you do this? It, now? it does. <clears throat> it didn't really matter to me either way. This this change doesn't change what I would do, honestly. Okay, so you'd still you still try. I it would if consider you were it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, <clears throat> again, as I always say, different things or you know, different options are always great. I like having different options, so this to me is just something different to do. Just yeah. something new, something of a change. So, you know, <clears throat> it's not, you know, right in my face that I need to do it right now, so hopefully I get a chance to do it before it goes away, because it sounds like at some point it's probably just <laughs> going to go away. Yeah. Eventually they're just going to be like, this is a failure, and just <laughs> just stop doing it. Kind of what so. I feel like, but. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think this is a good change, though. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely they're definitely paying attention to you know if people are using it or not, and so yeah, Obviously I mean I, people are not. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think the uh, at this point, I personally think you know yeah the price either needs to adjust a little bit down 
to to kind of you know put it in line with you know close to other experiences around the resort or they need to sweeten the pot and you know offer something else that that justifies why i would want to do this yeah yeah that makes sense i agree so um have you guys ever used one-time points not yet um i i mean we we were definitely aware of it I th- like I kind of I feel like at one point I did, but I like three maybe like something silly like three. You just bought like three of them. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why I needed to, but I feel like I did at one point. Like I feel oh. like it was during one of those years. <clears throat> it was before our friends were going, and I think it might have been like the second year we had DVC, something along those lines, and we were just uh, I don't I don't remember, but I, I feel like we did. I think there was like one year that we we definitely did, but it was only like three points. It was super easy. Well, and that's I, – I would bet you a lot of DVC members don't even know that this is an option. I, I, would, I would bet. I, you know, so what we're talking about is one-time use points. And so every use year, you can buy from DVC – you can buy these one-time use points but up to 24 points. And basically what they are is, you know, let's say you have 200 points and you need 220 points for your trip – um, and you know, so obviously you don't have those extra points and maybe you don't want to borrow them. You can purchase those extra points from DVC. Um, so that's, that's a really good benefit actually, but the way you purchase them. And so the part of the reason why we're talking about this today, um, they used to be $15. They were $15 from inception until last year, until 2017. Well, DVC just increased the rate again for those. So it increased from $15 to seventeen dollars uh, last year in October. Now it's gone from seventeen dollars to nineteen dollars. Uh, so you know, and it, it's worth noting with these two, they can't. These points can't be borrowed. They can't be banked. They can't be transferred. They can basically be bought and used for that reservation that you're buying and using them for. So I mean, this is not that big of a change. I don't think. I mean, you're talking about a couple dollars here and there. I mean, the maximum amount of what is it? You know, four times four dollars increase from. From twenty, from fifteen bucks, you know, what is that? About a hundred bucks since the the beginning. If you bought twenty four total points, so it's not a huge increase. But they've always said that these could change at any time. I mean, they've they've always said the price could change. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's it, to me, I kind of look at it as you know, it kind of goes alongside with the resorts that they're selling. I guess that you know that the the dollar value of the resorts has been climbing up, so. It kind of makes sense to me that they would, you know, they would kind of raise this in line with it so that, you know, people aren't buying less points and thinking, well, you know, I'll just, mm-hmm. you know, supplement with, you know, the extra, like, I'll, I'll I'll short myself 20 points and then just buy the use points every year. They're the one-time use points every year. But I don't know of anybody that is doing that, or I don't know if that's a thing that people are actively doing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, to me, this is a huge deal because, yeah, kind of like Dame is, you know, this is this is a thing like, yeah, if you need an extra, like, three or five points or something, you do it, and that's it. Yeah, it, exactly. And it's – I don't think anybody at that point is going to be like, oh, man, it went up $2, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. It's, I mean, it's not it, – yeah, it's – I don't – listen, I'm not trying to be like, oh, you know, $2 means nothing or $100 means nothing. It does. But it's just it's it's not the the biggest raise in the world. But uh, for those out there that didn't know that this exists, now that now you do, <laughs> <laughs> and that's part of why I brought it up today because it's it's one of those topics. I think we brought up maybe once before on the show a long time ago, but I I don't think it's something we've ever really talked about, and I've never had to use them. So 
I don't have experience using them. But um, it's also worth noting that um, you, you can only use them toward a reservation made seven months prior to arrival. So you, can, you can't get those points until seven months prior to arrival, basically. So, anyway, hmm. I don't know if we have anything else about that, right? I mean, that's no. I mean, it's it's pretty, pretty straightforward. Straight, I think. It's pretty straightforward. It's, it's just easy. it's a news item that yeah. I think is important. So, yeah, we're gonna say Damon. Sorry, just that it's easy. It's not like it's hard to do. It's not you know what I mean. It's not not anything special. Oh, I'm three points short. Okay, yeah, no exactly, idea. exactly. Three points short. I'll just spend nineteen dollars on each one and and get a couple extra. Yeah. So. Go ahead. Were you going to say something? No, I was just going to say, in the scheme of a vacation, like, you know, is that sort of price increase really even – does it even matter? No. I mean, it's it's a meal at Disney, right? I mean, that's that's the, that's about the difference. Yeah. <laughs> it's $100 that you would spend on the 24 more points. So, yeah, no, you're, you're totally right. So, okay. Uh, let's move on here. So, you know, let's talk about our favorite people, uh, which is our sponsor, DVC Resale Market. Uh, we were just talking, we were answering a, a question earlier uh, for, for one of our listeners, and I did see a, a Grand Californian resale contract out there uh, recently on DVC Resale Market, but they are our friends, they are our, our sponsor, and so, you know, we really love DVC Resale Market. Uh, DVC Resale Market is the leader in the DVC resale industry with 11 former DVC guides and two former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market, where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days, and over 2,400 contracts were sold in 2017 alone. They are the leaders in DVC Resale. Uh, so go to dvcresalemarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS, which is 1-844-382-7767. Let them know that we sent you. Let them know Welcome Home uh, uh, sent you over to them to get a resale contract or to sell your resale contract. Uh, that way we know that, uh, you know, they know that you're, you're hearing uh, about them on our show. Uh, they love to hear from from our listeners. So again, that's uh, dvcresalemarket.com or one eight four four DVC Pros. And I'll have you know that uh, I went and installed the app. Uh, you did it's yeah. dangerous, right? <laughs> it is, and I've been taunting my wife with it. I'm like, "Ooh, they got a contract. We could do it." <laughs> oh, it drives me nuts, man. Yeah. I keep because I put I put an alert in there for like three different resorts on one on one particular use year. You know, because I want to keep my use share the same at March. Yeah. And then, and then I only want like 100 points. And every once in a while, it goes off. And I'm like, oh, man, look at this contract. This is a good contract. <laughs> <laughs> and but we, we haven't pulled the trigger yet, but we will. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's super handy, though. Their their app is super handy. It's like you said, yeah, to see what you want for a use year and filtering and all that. I think it's really nice that it, it just sends you the notifications. Well, and the fact that they sell, sell their contracts so quickly tells you that you need to have those alerts there because those contracts go fast, especially the ones that are priced yeah. really well. I mean, it might be, I, I, I swear to you, they posted one to Facebook the other day and it had been posted two minutes ago. I got on there and it was already gone. <laughs> it was already wow. gone. <laughs> and I was like, man, how is it already gone? It just got on there. And and it was already gone, and I guess I have to be a little bit faster next time. So, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So check out DVC Resale Market. They're they're good friends of ours. 
uh, they they take care of us, and they'll definitely take care of you. So, great. Exactly. All right. So, we are we about the Millennium Falcon ride? Yeah. Hey, we we like new rides. <laughs> well, we we I know we talked about this last week, but there was more. Yes, There's more that came out. So. Uh, Trevor, you want to read that one? Yep. Uh, so the uh, so we got a few more details on the ride. The Millennium Falcon attraction will feature randomized missions. Uh, Hondo, the owner of uh, Hondo Onaka's Transport Solutions, <laughs> that's funny, sending you sending your crew on a mission to Corellia, I think is the planet. Before you before you enter the ride, you will see the Falcon outside. As you go in, you'll have some sort of encounter with Hondo as you board the Falcon from underground on Batu, So um, we assume the idea is, is that the ship is lowered underground to let you on board that way. This means you'll be able to see the outside of the Millennium Falcon before you even board the attraction. Uh, we also saw this in one of the earliest pieces of concept art. Also, the idea that you meet Hondo outside the Millennium Falcon makes it sound like there will be a live actor audio animatronic in the queue. So I'm leaning towards audio animatronic because, um, that'd be my guess too. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't know how many people know who Hondo is at this I'm point. I'm not going to lie. I don't. Okay. So, so Hondo originally appeared in clone wars. Um, he's a smuggler. So, um, he's along the same lines as, uh, as Han Solo. Um, but then he actually came back again in, or he showed up again in, uh, um, Star Wars Rebels. So he actually had a pretty mm, okay. prominent role in there. And yeah, he's he's your typical, you know, um, I, I kind of put him on the same, or he, he's like a a more gruff version of Lando, I guess. Like like okay. they're okay. they're both kind of you know those swindler kind of thing. But but Hondo's he's a lot more. You can tell he's being very underhanded, whereas Lando I feel is you know a little more. A little, little more smooth about being unhanded. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, I, I, I can't see them using a live actor for this because, it, like, Hondo is, he's an alien. I, I can't remember the the race that he is, but, um, but yeah, he's, yeah. So, he, he's this very alien looking thing. And the one thing that I wonder, though, um, so, uh, fun fact Hondo was actually voiced by Jim Cummings. Oh. So, the Pooh. yep. So uh, I have to wonder if uh, they'll have him doing the the voices in the ride as well. I would assume so because he did he did the voice in Clone Wars and he reprised it in Rebels. So I mean, why wouldn't he, right? But yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he's also Tigger and oh, he's done a million voices. Darkwing Duck, my yeah, favorite. That's right. <laughs> Darkwing Duck, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He's a pretty prolific voice actor, especially in the Disney universe. Yes, exactly. So, so yeah. So obviously, you know, you're getting quality for for your host of the uh, the Millennium Falcon ride. <laughs> I I love the fact that this is randomized missions. Yeah, which uh, that so that's uh, this is sounding like you know Star Star Tours, Star Tours <laughs> on steroids. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it's it's yep. like, you know, everybody says the Flight of Passage is soaring on steroids, right? It's, it's, now this is going to be Star Tours on steroids because you're going to get to fly it and actually yep. do the mission. So um, I, I like that it's going to be random missions, though. I think that's cool. And I and it, it seems like as they come out with more Star Wars movies, they'll probably update it as well. Um, uh, I would yeah. think. It makes I mean, sense, right? Because, yeah, if, if the missions – and I guess I have to wonder how much the missions will vary because, you know, it is an interactive thing. Is it just yeah. that, you know, you end up doing the same – like 
like people always end up doing the same thing, but you know, the, the visuals change or is it that, you know, you can sit in a particular role and you may do, you know, actions A, B and C one time. And then the next time you do actions D, E and F, like, yeah, like, will it, will it actually change? Like, like what you're supposed to do in the mission or yeah, that's, that's what I'm guessing. I mean, that's what I would hope. It's where every mission you have to do something different. But I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm interested in this. The other part in this article that I thought was interesting is there, there's there been some indications that there's... And this in no way surprises me. And in fact, I assume that this was going to happen. <laughs> that there's going to be a hard ticket event to preview Star Wars Land. Do you think it'll be a preview or do you think it'll be after it's open like they did with Toy Story Land? Interesting. I don't know. Does it say it's paid, you said? Yeah, like a hard ticket mm-hmm. event. Yeah. Uh, I think it, it was the Toy Story one a paid one after the fact? They did they, have a paid one, yes. Yeah. They and they did the but they did the pass holder one that wasn't a paid one too for Toy Story. I, I man, you know, for me this is this is tough. You know, do I wanna pay to get in? I mean you'd have to have some sort of limit. I, I, I would I would pay if you were telling me that I could, you know, how many tickets are going to be sold and how many people are going to be in there because I think the problem with Star Wars Land is going to be for the first year it's not going to feel fun like I mean it would be cool but it's not (laughs) going to feel like unless you like large crowds yeah yeah exactly (laughs) well how what's what's your number though for that how much would you pay 250 250 okay I mean Hmm? I could see it for a couple hours to take a good swing at it yeah Mm -hmm. well how much if you're telling again it all depends on Again, I don't know what numbers you're going to give me, so let me just give capacity, right? It makes me feel a little bit more comfortable. Give me 50% capacity, I'll pay 250 Anything above 50% now. Well, because you don't want to charge, you know, 500 bucks for an event and then have 10,000 people in there and wait three hours for every both the rides because that would you'd be mad. I'd be mad if I paid a lot of money and I had to wait a long time. Yeah. Yeah, my my thing is, is it? Yeah, they they really have to be careful with this because if I'm paying, because realistically, a paid event is either going to be before the park opens or after the park closes, and really, you're going to get maximum two to three hours. If I can't ride that ride at least like three times in that window, uh, I would be upset. <laughs> but if it, if this is a preview event though, before it even opens, I mean, that's a whole different story, right? Like what oh, yeah. they did with um, Pixar Pier, right? Didn't they do oh, that like with Pixar the, Pier? Yeah, the, uh, yeah the, it was like a party kind of thing. Yeah. I, I don't think I need to ride it three times, right? <laughs> I at least need <laughs> well, to get, well, I, get on all the rides at least once. Yeah, but or or you could you don't know, get back in the same well, line a couple of times. But I, I think the other interesting thing about this area that's going to be a lot different is because you're opening up such a large sort of backstory in general and and it brings with it a lot more characters i think again i I was at just by mistake one of the disney uh star wars parades before there was any star wars rides there at all and it was the most it was just crazy the amount of characters that they had you know what i mean like and that was before the new movies even came out it was one of those star wars weekends right like, I think Star Wars can do some things during these events that are a lot different than what they can do with other openings and lands. So I, I think if you were to give me not only some time at the ride, but maybe like a, something special in, in that regard as well, I'd be okay with that too. 
You, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be just about the rides. It could be a little something special in terms of characters or show or, you know what I mean? Just something that happens. So you're thinking, because like we did the Star Wars dessert party at Hollywood Studios. Okay. And that was, you know, they, they had, you know, everything was, you know, Star Wars themed food. And again, the sure. specific dessert party, but then also they had the stormtroopers in mingling with people. So that was, That's you know, I say though at this point, like you got to give me something different. I, I know, but I'm saying <laughs> though, just having those characters, you know, like if you're at a paid event and you've got the characters kind of mingling in the crowd, I, I think that would be something I would definitely be interested I just, in. I tell you when I, I don't know what it's like now. Do they even have star Wars weekends anymore? Uh, I, I don't think, think so, right? I want to say they stopped doing them, didn't they? Yeah, I think they have because, well, I think they have since at least May. Yeah, the, the parade, though, that we went to had, like, characters I had never seen before. I'm like, wow, really? Like, that's... So, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like that we don't have all those characters, but they're sitting in a closet somewhere. You know, that's a lot of the Disney stuff. It's like, man, I haven't seen that character ever, and then all of a sudden they're out, right? Like, so yeah. I think if you were to do something a little special in, in that regard, like, I, I don't want to see Stormtroopers. I want to see something different. Like, I want to see the elephant-nosed dude from the cantina. Like, bring the him Jawas. <laughs> the what? No, the Jawas. We already see them, though. I have the dude playing piano. <laughs> uh, why haven't you seen the Jawas? Because they weren't there. They stopped. They stopped, they stopped going, doing that. Yeah, yeah, like last year. Uh, we had fun. My daughter wouldn't stand next to him. Like she was so scared of the Jawa. <laughs> like it was like, I'll get you whatever you want in the store. Just go stand so I can get one picture, please. <laughs> and she's like, No, no, no. I'm like, I'm gonna pick you up and put you next to him if you don't stop. Like, so it took a while for her to go over there. But yeah, like I said, there's a lot of like stuff that we haven't seen that you know they have. So of that's what I would like to see. Don't give me regular well, stormtroopers. I see them all the time. Well, I, I feel that, yeah, whatever they do, it'll be all tuned to the new movies, right? Because if this is bad too, it's all like episode seven, eight, and nine kind of stuff. Yeah. And I, I'm also thinking, though, too, if you're going to do a preview event before it opens, a la Pixar Pier, right? From everything we've read about Star Wars land, it seems like it's going to be a fairly complicated land. And what I mean by that is. You know, the whole reputation thing, you know, where your actions within the land mean something, right? I, I, who's going to want to pay for a dress rehearsal is what I'm saying, right? Well, I, why, though? Like, I, I wouldn't you, treat that as a day-to-day thing, though. I feel like, sure. like Damon's saying that would it, would it wouldn't be that. It would be something special. It would be... I, I also think you're putting a little too much prominence on that, Tom, like... It's I don't know. They like keep you, mentioning it. It seems like a yeah, pretty but what, big deal. What do you think is going to happen? You're going to get like your own lightsaber? Like you know, at the end of the day, like yeah, I know well, what you got. Thirty nine ninety five. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what, what do you what do you think that's going to do? What do you think your reputation is really going to do? Change the interactions that you have, and and I I so, think so. Three kind of interactions mean. that you're probably going to have through your whole time in the land are going to yeah. be different than what you would have if not three little passing things. Do we sure. care that much? I don't. I, mean, I don't care that much. I just would want to see how that stuff works. You know, I, but, I think it would be interesting to check out. But I don't think that. So if you're telling me I can go early and there's some sort of special event, that stuff to me is, is minuscule. In, you just care about of, the rides and the and walking no, around. I, and the stores I care about the interaction, the, right? So yeah, yeah. what you're saying is that based on my reputation, when I'm packed like sardines in this world, someone <laughs> that you know looks like a smuggler may go, oh, you smell, as I'm walking by, or do I want it at 50% capacity where I'm willing to pay, where I'm not worried about my reputation because that same smuggler might actually have a conversation with me. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I would I get, you. I get that, yeah. That makes sense. 
It's interesting. I, I mean, I, I, I think a lot of people would pay a lot of money to get into this land early. You know, and you don't even need to have a special event. I mean, honestly, the the fandom will just come. Yep. There's <laughs> exactly. also going to be press events too. I'm sure. Oh yeah. This is why we need to start getting press credentials now. I have press credentials. <laughs> well, <laughs> hook us up, man. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, is getting down to these events or getting over most of them. You know, over as in Disneyland and the West Coast. The problem is just getting there, you know, yeah. again, it's, mm-hmm. it's very uh, difficult to take that time away to do these events. Um, but like I said, I, I was at the press event for the original Star Tours opening and it was <laughs> unreal, unreal. Yeah. Uh, and this this is going to be a hot commodity. I mean, this is going to be something that everybody's going to be fighting over. I just imagine, you know, and, and those of you that are DVC members that listen to the show know that every time Moonlight Magic comes out, um, you know, the registration comes out, the site crashes every time because way too many people get on the site all at the same time and it crashes the site every time. I just, I imagine a similar scenario happening with Star Wars Lands early, early tickets. If, you know, if, if they put that on their website, a lot of people are going to go on there and, you know, they should, they should just do an auction for them. They'd probably make a ton of money. I guarantee you people would pay thousands of dollars for that opportunity. So. Yeah. It- yeah, I, I, I still don't think it'll be a preview event at the end of the day. Yeah, like, I get that. It, I, I think it'll be it'll be open, and then you know a week or two in they'll have the whatever these events are. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. I mean, I, I could, I could see it being that. I, I just know they did. If they did it for Pixar Pier, I feel like that was a test. You know that they were trying out for Star Wars Land, and I don't know how well that test went. I, I didn't hear a lot of people talking about the Pixar Pier event, uh, and I don't know how popular it was, but I, I don't know. It just felt to me like it was a test for this bigger thing that they might try. The only thing I'll say on that, though, is I think the main reason that they chose to do it that way is that there is a lot more local traffic at Disneyland yeah. than there is at Disney World. So, yeah, I I think that made sense. I don't know if I see them doing the same thing for Star Wars. Like, I don't even know if they could. Like, I, I I get the feeling like even you were saying, you know, you know, offering it up as an auction and you know selling it to the highest bidder. Like, <laughs> seriously, oh man, the chaos. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Even if you had it as a single price, it would crash the website. Nobody would be able to get in for that single price because. You know, and then people would be reselling the tickets on on eBay for thousands True. of dollars. Yeah, I mean, it's it would be kind of chaos for that. But I don't know. It's an interesting idea. I, I this might be one of those situations where we're like, this isn't going to happen. Like it, like the gondolas, where we were like, this is done. Except for you, Trevor, who thought it was going to happen. But <laughs> David and I were like, this is not going to happen. And then you know, two episodes later, it's like, oh yeah, the gondolas are being built. Um, <laughs> so all right, well, I think we beat beat that horse uh, pretty <laughs> pretty well here until um, we hear a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, until we hear more and more about about every time we hear one of these things. And so the next thing we have on the, on the schedule and you know, since Damon's not reading our schedule today, it's a uh, Damon's detour. We haven't had a Damon detour in a while and he requested, oh my goodness gracious. he's I, so yeah. excited about his detour today. I'm so <laughs> excited about this. I, I, again, I, I, do I will talk a little bit about the things that again, probably could never happen at Disney, but like, if they did, it would make Disney such a better place. <clears throat> so I went to Woods of Terror, which is over in the Greensboro, North Carolina area, more where Tom lives. And, and by the way, we'll just mention that he has not gone yet, which is I have not. very disappointing for all of us. But. 
<laughs> that being said, this is um, a haunted house sort of area that exists in North Carolina. I believe it's won some awards. I believe it's the top one in North Carolina currently. And I want to say they've been on Travel Channel or something along those lines. I, I could be wrong about that. But <clears throat> this right. place was the most unreal experience entertainment-wise that I, I've ever experienced. And, like, again, I loved The Void and thought this was, like, the coolest thing ever. And this just... It's so crazy that it just doesn't even compare to anything else I've ever done in terms of entertainment. Um, <clears throat> so it's on about 30 acres, and that should tell you something. You know, It's also out in the middle of nowhere. It's on a farm, and, and what's pretty cool about it is is that they have 12 haunted houses set up. 12? So, 12 on, on 30 acres. That's so, a, I mean, do you go through all of them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so continue. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting. No, please go. interrupt whenever you want because it's such an interesting experience. So, you know, we, we get there a little bit early because we're like, hey, you know, let's make sure we get there on time. Um, so we get there a little early. It's me, my wife, and my two sons. Now, I'm going to preface the story by saying my wife did not want to go. And that becomes very relevant very quickly <laughs> in the story. So we go there and you kind of let, you know, we buy our tickets, which takes a little bit longer than we thought. No big deal, though. Again, like it's it's a fun night. Like, you know, we're about, you know, we're an hour and a half away. So we don't want to stay too late. So <clears throat> once it gets dark, they let you into the midway. It is like an episode of, um, let's see. So maybe some people will understand Jericho, Revolution, Hunger Games. It is surreal. There, there's this big midway. They are like they. It's just it's like fire pits, like and just like dirt and stone on the ground. Like it's like you're like the electricity has been shut off in the world, and this these are the last survivors. It's like post-apocalyptic type of thing. Like very, very like Walking Dead. Like you know everything's abandoned type thing. Yeah, I mean they so they have like some like little huts like stores like kind of around the outside for some like you know spooky stuff and stuff. And then there's a stage, but like everything is so like you know apocalyptic. So like the dance floor that there's a dance floor which is you know fine, but it's like wood. Like it's like you know like planks of wood. Like it's not. So all of a sudden we're we're sitting there and. You know, like my wife's like, you know, why does everyone have their hand over their heart? And I'm like, I don't know what's even going on here. Like, and then it finally dawns on us, like they're playing like death metal, you know, <laughs> national anthem. So you know, okay, cool. We put our hands <laughs> over our hearts, and there's fireballs exploding everywhere. Like, and not like little fireballs, like huge, just globules of fire everywhere. Okay, all right. So we're kind of like we're starting to get a little freaked out. Number one, but we're like, all right, cool. You know, whatever. You know, death metal, national anthem, fireballs, and then what they do is they, they there's a parade. They bring all the actors and actresses up on the stage. Well, what happens is we're kind of standing. I guess they have this coffin truck. It's like a, a truck made out of a coffin, and they're yelling at us, "Get him! Get out of the way! Get out of the way!" Because they start revving this thing up and drive it like right where we were standing. Like, and then like you know, everyone goes up on stage, you know, and they give this announcement, you know, "Hey, you know, we, we're opening up, and fireworks are shooting off like in the middle of the Jeez. woods," and then all the actors and actors start running back to where we are. My wife's already freaking out at this point, like. It's crazy. So they're like running towards you, like all yeah, because the that's like, where they like, have to go back in. Like, just happened oh to be God. where we were standing. And there's like, it, again, this place is very well run with security. I mean, go through metal detectors. Like, it, it's very well set up. And again, the way that they have, the, like, they're funneling people through, very well done. Like, in terms of just people management, 
totally top notch. So anyway, so we're like all scared. And what's funny is in this midway era, you have some of the actors and actresses like kind of chasing people around and like where you would normally be at, let's say like a Bush Gardens or a Universal. Like if you're scared, they're doubling down on you. There's no like, hey, this person might be a little scared. Like, no, it's a double down. Like, now you're really going to be like really scared. They're the, like chasing people around. The more you scream, the, the harder they're going to chase you, oh, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, because this is the South, right? You know, these people have lead pipes. You know, they're lead pipes. Like, they have swords. <laughs> they're metal. Like, you know, oh they're God. not fake. Like, it is all real. So, <clears throat> okay. Again, I, I've told this story a few times, and I could probably go on for hours. So, I'll, I'll make it quick. So, the first one we go through is arachnophobia. I'm not going to ruin it for anyone that's, you know, going to be going there. But, you know, again, if you are going to be going there, you know, listen lightly here because there's a lot of explaining I want to do just to explain how awesome this place was. So, the first one we go through is arachnophobia. I don't like spiders. No big deal, though, because. <clears throat> It's in the like it's so dark like and you can't really get through it. And what they do is they have like kind of blow ups on each side. So like sometimes you have to like slide through these blow ups. Like my glasses are almost falling off. Like the ground's not level. They're shooting air from the top and the bottom. It's pitch black in there. It's so pitch black that like my son can't even see him. Like I'm holding on to my son who's going first for I don't even know why. And then like he has to keep like touching it, this lady in front of him because it's just it's so dark. And again, it, they're trying to make these spiders. So like my son, you know. You know, it's like you're ducking under, like, spider eggs. And like I said, they have these little things hanging down from the ceiling. Like, it's crazy. So that that's takes a nope. A, yeah. So they t- <laughs> it t- and that's the e- one of the easiest ones. So that takes us a while, though, just because what they do here is, like, there's some things you go through with people. Then there's other things you go through by yourself. Okay? So Wait, wait so they, the like, separate one. you from your party? Well, not from your party, but, like, the four of us go through the next one. It was, like, oh, industrial okay. something. And... It is so good. Like, there's, like, looks like live wires, which obviously aren't. And there's, like, you know, radioactive material. But the coolest thing is, like, they have the, like, sounds and the electricity down pat. So it looks really real. So we start going through that one. The floor gets a little iffy. My wife is freaking. Okay? Like, freaking. She's cursing at people that are scaring her, waggling her finger like she's somebody's grandmother, (laughs) and, and losing her mind. Okay. Security has to take her away. So we're like, all right, she's gone. She's just done. Second, second one, she's out. She's out of commission. She's, she's out. So my other son, is like my, my younger one is 12. He's like, you know, w- w- like what's going on here? And I was like, well, no, mom will be fine. Like, dude, she's fine. Like, don't worry about it. Like, she's just, they're going to take her and like, she'll be good. And he's like, I don't know. Should I leave? And I'm like, well, if you want to go, like, oh, he's like, nah, I want to do a little bit more. And I'm like, all right, cool. So we come to find out those are the easiest ones. So we're just like. Okay, so we get to the next one, which is like clowns. Okay, no big deal. But again, what happens is you're going through this clown thing and people are scary, but I'm not scared. My older son's not really scared. We're just intrigued by the awesomeness of this place, right? (laughs) Well, we come to be not so intrigued by the awesomeness of this place as we start to get to the end of this one. Well, first of all, they have a Scooby-Doo wraparound. So there's like, you come to this place, there's a clown chasing my son, and he's running, my youngest one, because he's scared out of his mind, right? But, and then you get to these five doors. Well, you go through one door, you go through, and they scare the crap out of you, and you come back right to where you were. And this is now just the, so this, the clown one, they let you in in groups. Wow. So it's just the four of us. Now down to three, right? It's like an episode of a horror movie. We're down to three now. So like, my son tries to take off the 3D glasses. There's a scary clown screaming at him. You can't take off the glasses. Put them back on. Oh, there's 3D okay. glasses. Okay. Oh, yeah, for this particular yeah. one. Just for this okay, particular one. Just for that one. one. Okay. Just for that one. So we get to the end and like 
were like, this can't be real. And it's this huge, like, tumbler, like a rock tumbler. But it's like 30 foot long, 20 foot wide with a little skinny bridge on it that's got, like, (laughs) chain handrails on it. And it's made out of wood for one person at a time with a clown at the end. Of course, it's a clown. Crap, right? (laughs) So we start getting on it. And you think, like, you start, like, again, I'm starting to get a little vertigo. I'm like, oh, man, this is not good. All of a sudden, the bridge starts moving. The guy goes down on one leg. The scary clown's down on one leg. My son is, like, on his knees. Like, I'm literally crawling out of this place. We get out. We're, like, kissing the ground. Like, oh, my goodness, I'm sick. This is crazy. That was Okay, but here's the thing. We're by ourselves. Like, now all of a sudden, there's this probably 40-foot tunnel. Okay? But here's what's crazy. And, again, these are things that I've never seen done before. There's a layer of fog about four feet off the ground but what's crazy is it's not rising and it feel it doesn't feel it looks like it's got this like oily sheen on the top of it so you can't see through it but it's literally only a quarter of an inch of fog i don't know how they did that and at the end there's some green like glowing thing and then another clown starts chasing my son and he starts running and we're like, what? why are you even running? Like, And my other son's looking underneath to make sure no one's going to get us from underneath. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm just touching this fog going, this is the coolest thing. I don't even know how they do this. Like, So we, we get through this one. Now we got to go through an airplane with zombies. Like, So I'm going to take these out of order now to try to finish this up slowly. But, I mean, excuse me, faster because I could be here forever. But there's a plane with zombies on it. And you're on this plane. Like, it's a real plane. A real plane. You're on it by yourselves. There's one called the Slaughterhouse. That one was like this mom was cutting up, you know, the family. And there's a girl at the end who was like rocking on her knees, yelling at my son. And then he says something and she jumps up and like scares the crap out of him. But here's the three best. No, there's four. There's four really good ones. And I'm going to hit them all real quick. First one is a vampire one. Okay, so we come to the front door of this house like it's a house like and there's a lady there and you know we're kind of talking to her because even though she's in costume like my son is like dude i'm dad i'm tired can i like get out and i'm like yeah but like i don't know where mama is so like you're gonna be out by yourself like me and my you know me we're not leaving like this is awesome like we're not leaving so we're like look nah we're gonna just you'll be good like just stay close to me we're good so this one you have to open up the front door of the house and walk in all of a sudden, Lost Boy style, there's this vampire flying at me with chains, scratching like metal finger or long fingernails in front of my face. And I'm like, wow, like this, <laughs> this is crazy. That's scary. So then like you don't know where to go either. So I don't see that there's a door to the right. So I think I have to go to this room to the left. Well, no, that was dumb because I go to the room to the left and someone scares the you-know-what out of me. And I'm like, oh, okay, so that wasn't the way. And then I go to the room to the right. This vampire one was crazy. So that was awesome. So we're like, all right, you know, my son is still my younger one, still losing his mind. But I'm like, this is so crazy that we're in this house by ourselves when there's (laughs) thousands of people here and we're literally by ourselves. And that's what I was going to say, how it makes it so much better. Because the makeup was pretty good, but it wasn't even that. So we go through that, we no big deal. We go through a graveyard where zombies are running at us. We're the only people there. Maybe it's two acres. You can't see anyone behind you. Can't see anyone in front of you. Zombies just start pouring out like Walking Dead, and they sound crazy good. We're in this graveyard. They're popping out from everywhere. My son's running because like he just doesn't know what to do anymore. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, but then the, the, the best one comes. The best one. We get to it, and it's, a mo- it's movies. It's Halloween, Freddy Krueger, and um, Friday the 13th. 
And so it's set up, so in the beginning, it's like a movie theater, okay? So the lady tells us, hey, you know, don't, when you're opening the doors, you know, don't break your nose pretty much because they're saloon, saloon doors, right? And so they're heavy. So like we get into this first one, there's some scary girl screaming at us over the popcorn thing. We're like, we're in here by ourselves. Like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. So, all right, cool, whatever. Son's still freaking out, but we're like, we're gonna do this one. So we come through and we're like, all right. So the first one is, I guess must've been Halloween, right? Yeah, must have been Halloween. We're walking through another graveyard. We're Halloween, like, like Mike Myers, or yeah, yeah, crazy, scary. Like, it's it's nuts. Like you're just you're you're scared, like because you're alone. All of a sudden, I turn around at the end of that one, and you know, I, I want to say, no, he wasn't. So you didn't like you. I don't think you ever. I don't remember if we saw Michael Myers in that one. But there's like people screaming at us. Like it's 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 unreal. Like it's just scary. The other two are even better though. So we do the Freddy Krueger one is next, and we're in the boiler room, and all of a sudden Freddy Krueger just pops out screaming at us. His nails are <laughs> scraping along the boiler. There's sparks flying. He's just like yelling at us, and we're like, "There's nowhere to go!" And then you're running out of there, and then all of a sudden you're in the camp. And you're like, oh, my goodness, this is a camp. Like, you run out of the boiler room. Yeah, and and it's a camp. Like, again, these areas are not small. You look behind you, no, there's nobody. You look in front of you, no, there's nobody. You're just in this camp. And everyone's like, watch out for him. Like, because, again, there's actors everywhere, like, just creeping you out. They're like, watch out for him. He's going to get you. We're the last ones. And you're like, oh, man, like, this is a camp. Like, all right, so we get to the end of the camp, and all of a sudden, I turn around, and this is funny to me. I turn around, and I go, he's right behind you. And they're like, we're not turning around. I go, but he's literally like three inches from my son, <laughs> raping a real metal knife oh my gosh. on a rock. And you're like, that's kind of cool, right? <laughs> There's also a purge one. And this is where it gets funny. The people in front of us, there's a pirate ship and all that. But what happened was the the person, the people that were kind of in front of us, they were a little bit older, uh, maybe 26 or so. He must have hit his head on the airplane, probably needed like 14 stitches, blood all over his shirt. And he was just trooping through this thing. So we get to the purge one, okay? And they're in front of us. And the purge one is so well done. So again, what happens in between these lines is, is that you'll see people before they let them into the purge, but then they'll go through the purge by themselves. And then there's other ones like the pirate ship where people are just walking in front of you or behind you. So you're kind of in a group, right? So they're not as scary, obviously, because you're in a group. The purge one, though, you're separate. So what happens is you can tell that these old, and again, they may have been like 26, 28, you know, somewhere in that range. You can tell they're trying to like act like, you know, like they're not scared, but you can tell they're scared. <laughs> One of the purge dudes comes over and is like, literally could have stuck his tongue in this dude's ear and just starts whispering <laughs> to him. And this dude starts freaking out. Like, he's like, oh my goodness. So they go in and it's just the two of them. And we're like, oh, maybe we should try to hop in with them so it's not so bad. Nope, we got to go by ourselves, just the three of us. So my one son says to my other son, he's like, you know, I don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight. And this guy comes over right next to him and goes, you're not going to sleep because you're going to be dead. Like, I was oh like, my oh, snap. Like, he's not playing around. Wow. Like, so we, get, we go through the purge. It's absolutely crazy. The guy with the knight's mask on and the two swords in the purge, like, he's scaring the crap out of you. Um and, like, he's chasing my son again. And we're just like, oh, dude, that's kind of cool. Because, again, when you, they know you're not scared, me and my older son, they're kind of like, it's just kind of cool at that point. But my younger one is like, he's just exhausted at this point. So we get to the last one. The last one is you go through this inside, like, pitch black, like, tunnel area with a hood out over your head. 
So my son's like, look, I don't want to do this. And I was like, all right, look, so you don't shouldn't have to do this. Let's just get out of it. So there's this purge guy with the LED lights at the end of this one, right? At the beginning of this one to let you into this one because you're just going in a group at a time again. And my son's like, look, I don't want to do it. And he's like, why? He's like, I, I just don't want to do it. And he's like, that's not good enough answer. Why? And he's like, I- I'm just scared. And he's like, that's not good enough. And <laughs> I was like, Nicholas, just don't put the hood over your head. Like, come on, man. Like, we just got to get out of here. Like, this thing is crazy. <laughs> so we go through that one. And again, it's in the pitch black. And what they do is kind of like the, the Drew. Remember the Drew soundstage? Yeah. Like, there's buzzing yeah. bees. There's barking dogs. Like, you can't feel anything. And again, what they do to trick you is, like, it's not like at a spot where, like, you walk in and you just kind of feel your way along the wall the whole time. Like, what will happen is you'll feel your way along the wall. And to the left, there'll be, like, maybe a five or seven foot, like, fake hallway that you then get to and go oh crap it's not this way so then you got to figure out how to turn around and it's pitch black and you have a hood over your head Jeez. right like so now my son is in front of me he's like all freaked out and then all of a sudden like the the guy from the purge pops out from somewhere and i'm like how is this guy even in here like <laughs> it was unreal but this is this i guess is my point what they did was 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 very smart what they did was to keep you separate from everyone is that they had these little like kind of these tunnely areas right and what that was is like where the guy from the purge would be or, you know, the clown, these long tunnels. <clears throat> and that's how they would kind of separate the groups to keep everyone separate. So, again, one of my biggest knocks on some of the Disney stuff that's absolutely phenomenal, like Rivers, the, the river ride in Pandora, which I absolutely love, is I'm taken out of the experience because I can see other boats. And again, I understand this is a totally different sort of event, but what they did by doing these little kind of block off areas is they they kind of gave you this experience that really felt as close to being in a movie like that in a horror film as I, I think you could have possibly felt. And I think that's something that has been a little lacking in, in some of the newer rides with Disney. And I think that's, again, how I'm going to kind of bring this back. Because I was thinking about this after I was done. I was like, man, if I could be on that ride and kind of feel like I was by myself, it would feel so much better. And there were thousands of people there. But you truly felt alone during some of these times. And I, I think that's what was so enthralling about this area about this place and why it was so magical in terms of what it was doing is that it was creating a very unique personalized experience that was not at all personalized, but it surely felt that way. And I think that's something that, you know, the Imagineers have been a little lacking on in terms of some of the newer rides. That would be my personal take on That's how I'll bring it back to Disney. I... I do see your point. I mean, that I, I think that's kind of why we're all, you know, excited about the Millennium Falcon ride is that it sounds like it's, you know, going to go closer to that kind of experience. Such small but, groups. But but, yeah. I'm, but I'm hoping is, is that it's not one of those things where you're standing in line and then kind of like what I would say, you know, Flight of Passage is, right? So Flight of Passage kind of brings you into your, you know, when they're scanning you and all that. And that's kind yeah. of cool. But it's just... I'm still not separate enough. And listen, I understand Disney's huge, right? And they have to do a lot more people pushing. But my, my, my thing is, is that what if, right, when we're doing the Millennium Falcon, is that you're getting your small group of people separated rather early and there's a little bit more of an experience that you feel a little bit more personalized about through the process. Because again, the, the rides at Disney are phenomenal. 
But this topped them all. Something sitting in the woods of North Carolina topped them all in terms of true, honest-to-goodness, personalized entertainment value um, because of that. And I think that's what, after I went through this place, I, I felt like that's what was lacking a little bit. So I'm hoping that in Star Wars land, they do a lot better of a job at creating that personalized experience where I feel like I'm not in this place with 8 million other people. Especially with the, the Star Wars hotel, I feel like that's going to be a really Well, and I think experience. that that's, that's something that's going to be, again, we, we don't know the price about this, but I think that that's going to be something that is more like the experience I felt. Again, I, the, the, the makeup was great, you know, but was it like, you know, super top-notch movie quality? Probably not, but it, it didn't matter. See, that was the thing. It just didn't matter because it was such a personalized experience at the end of the day. Yeah, and there's my detour. That sounds yeah. that sounds that sounds awesome. I I I definitely want to go. And my wife's a huge like, my wife likes bad horror movies. Like she's that's <laughs> she's all about that kind of stuff. Yeah, it, so. it was definitely well done. And again, they did a very good job at managing the amount of people and, and just you know keeping it as a very interesting environment. Um, it was really fun. It was really. Fun. Yeah, so that's that's great. I, I appreciate you talking about that because that sounded really cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the other thing, just as as a detour to to mention to everyone, oh, this is going to be Monday. Decorating Disney Halloween magic was on last night. I, th- we, I thought it's if, yeah. That's because it's Monday. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's Monday. Yeah. Right? It's not really Monday. <laughs> yeah. But let's make sure that everyone watches that. If you yeah. didn't see Ooh, it, I'm, what I channel is that already? Freeform. Yep. Freeform. Okay. I'll have yeah. as a Canadian, I'll have to see if I can figure out. If I get that channel or not, <laughs> I, I have I have DVR'd that already because I love when they do those behind the scene shows. So I that's yeah I, I already got that one. So good call, Damon. There we go. All right. So now Damon's going to tune out because uh, you know we're going to talk about Disneyland for a second. Oh yeah, I'm definitely yeah. doing it. <laughs> well, I think this is is pertinent though to uh, you know well it could be pertinent. I'm actually minimizing my window. How does that feel? How disrespectful <laughs> is that? <laughs> I I think you. I mean, the, when we get to rumors, I, you might be interested. So <laughs> yeah. Um, so Jedi training uh, is going to end at Disneyland. Um, now, the, originally this rumor said that uh, it, it training was going to end at, at Disney World as well, but it seems like Disney has walked that back and said that that will not be happening, at least for now. Um, I, so I, I, this kind of makes sense to me. And and, yep. and and Trevor, you can probably, I since I haven't been to Disneyland, you had said that Jedi training was kind of in a weird spot in Disneyland, right? Well, it, it's literally in Tomorrowland. So, um, Which is weird. <laughs> yeah, so and, and that's actually where Star Wars Launch Bay is as well. They they took um, so the building that is Carousel of Progress in Disney World. Um, it was in Disneyland. It, it was the same kind of building. It was that rotating building, and it was called oh, I can't re- remember the name of it. It was like Salute to America or something like that. And mm-hmm. someone's gonna get mad at me for not remembering the name, but <laughs> but so so that ride they actually took the animatronics out of it, and those are all the at the end of Splash Mountain, all the the birds and everything that are singing on the boat at the end. Those are the same animatronics from that original ride. Um, so that area became Star Wars Launch Bay, and that's all in uh, in uh, Tomorrowland, which in in Disneyland it kind of makes sense because Star Tours is in Tomorrowland. It's a lot, you know, things are a lot more compact. So you got Star Tours, Jedi Trading Academy, and the Star Wars Launch Bay. However, because of the fact that you know Star Wars Land is coming and Star Wars Land actually sits behind Frontierland, um, it doesn't make sense to have Jedi Training Academy where it is. I don't think so. America sings. 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah, America Sings. <laughs> Did some Googling. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, so so yeah. That so yeah, America Sings is actually the Star Wars launch band. I wouldn't be surprised if so if they're closing Jedi Training Academy, I wouldn't be surprised if the launch bay closes and they turn it into something else. Because that's kind of what they've been doing with that building is using it for multi-purpose stuff. Whatever the so, flavor of the month is, basically. Yeah, because the yeah, they, yeah, they, they used it. They actually had Marvel stuff in there at one point and, and a couple of different things. Uh, and how actually, they use like Walt Disney Presents at uh, at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, and, and like actually, they weird, throw the characters in there. So. Weird enough, that building actually had interventions in it as well at one point. Interesting. Yeah. So, so that that's actually a bigger thing that I think is going to happen, and you may see that turn into a larger um, revamp of Tomorrowland in Disneyland because honestly, it really needs it. And again, personal opinion, the paint job they did there was horrendous because they tried to do this like mars thing so it was all like like red and like brass colors and stuff like that and it doesn't look very good so so i i mean yeah i mean it's i feel like it's it's a bummer sure that it's ending but i i do think it's going to come back i it's way too popular not for it to come back and they i think it's just going to move its way over to star wars land right I mean, yeah and my prediction is you'll probably see this on both uh um both of these shows oh, is yeah. that they may dial back the Hollywood Studios ones as well because they need time to train up people. They, there's there's definitely going to be some lead time because I'm sure that there's going to be you know a, a different version of the Jedi Training Academy once Star Wars Land opens up. They need time to get people prepared for that. So I wouldn't be surprised if you do see yeah the Hollywood Studios stuff. You know maybe there will be some temporary closures, and I'm pretty sure it'll be different from what we know right now. <laughs> That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think this. I think this next topic. Uh, maybe we can just report it and then move on from it because <laughs> I want to save some time for our rumor this week. Yeah. Um. So, it, unless you wanted to say anything else about the Jedi training. Nope. Um, okay. Yeah. So yeah, Disney canceled the fourth hotel. Disney, yeah, so Disneyland canceled the luxury hotel they were going to build at Disneyland after a lengthy uh, dispute with Anaheim and now, you know, millions of dollars of investment are, are not going to happen. And it's a, it's a whole thing. We, we could probably you could spend a whole hour talking about that because there's a lot of things that went into it. But we talked about the hotel a couple weeks ago, um, and it's really unfortunate, especially since a lot of the downtown Disney stuff closed. Uh, you know, in preparation for this hotel, and no one knows what's happening with that. Are they going to reopen? Or I, yeah, he hasn't I, said a word. I do know that the Earl of Sandwich has reopened. Yes. So, but that doesn't mean that the rest will. Yeah, I, I mean, it's some of that stuff they I, I read might not ever reopen. So I, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I mean, I'll be interested to see if they try to redo this and and figure out a new hotel to put there. And, and I I had heard a lot of people weren't digging the design of it anyway, but. I, I don't know. It, I, I it's 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 sad anytime. I mean, Disneyland needs more hotels, and it's it's a bummer that they're they're getting rid of it. So, yeah, and we'll see how that plays out when Star Wars Land opens up. But. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's gonna be rough. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, a rumor, and we get we're getting this from our friends over at um, Walt Disney World News today, um, and and actually a couple of the things we referenced uh, on the show today came from them. And so this is a really sad one. We're calling this a rumor. They're reporting it as news. But until Disney announced it, I'm, I'm, we're going to call it a rumor. And basically what's happening is Spaceship Earth is scheduled, uh, and this rumor, to close for over two years for an extensive refurbishment. 
Um, so the overhaul will be so thorough that it will require the ride to close from early 2020 until the park's 40th anniversary in the second half of 2022. Um, so basically what they do during this time is overhaul the entire track because, uh, you know, it, it hasn't been overhauled in, in quite a while. Um, they'll also, uh, according to this rumor, extend the length of the attraction with new loading and unloading areas. Um, that that might move to a different place that they're not in now. So extending the ride to make it even longer, uh, and and you know having a new place where you would load into this. Um, it also sounds like the uh, post show building that has Project Tomorrow, uh, you know where they have all like those games and everything. Uh, that's going to be completely removed and and redone. Um, the ride itself inside Spaceship Earth will see a refreshing of all the scenes leading up to the Industrial Revolution portion. Um, you know, the part where the newspapers are being printed and uh, with changes on a grand scale coming to every scene following that all the way to the end of the ride. Um, sources are also telling WDW News Today that uh, that the scene in the dome at the top of the attraction uh, where guests look back at Earth from space will be drastically reimagined, uh, utilizing latest in projection mapping technology. As far as the exterior of spaceship, spaceship Earth goes, they'll be setting up projection mapping there, covering the entire sphere with projections during the downtime uh, and, and redevelopment of the area around it. So um, I, I don't know what you guys think about this. I, I think this is great. Uh, I, I, it's I'm a tall sad. order. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm sad it's going to be closed for two and a half years, but I, you know, they really haven't talked a lot about the Epcot overhaul since D23, right? Like we we heard all of it at D23, and then we saw that concept art, and then they haven't talked about it since then, and you know, we don't we don't know what's going on, but I I think the idea of a new loading area and things like that makes me think they are really going to change quite a lot of the front of the park, um, you know, really redo that whole entrance way how all that changes i'm all for you know, them upgrading the technology uh on spaceship earth i mean i think it's it's overdue right <laughs> I mean, yeah i mean there's there's lots i mean it's listen spaceship earth for me is one of my favorite rides and i know that sounds weird because it's just you know a, a, it's a classic disney dark ride but i just as a kid i just always remembered that you know, I've always remembered that ride, and uh, you know, I, it's just one of those things that's nostalgic for me. It's kind of like Figment; it's the same kind of thing. I always remembered it when I was a kid, and I, I will ride it a million times. I could ride a ride that thing over and over and over, and still enjoy it every time because it's just one of those things. And you know, a lot of people will talk about, uh, you know, when when Rome is burning and the smell and the smells that you smell in there, and you know, some of those types of things. Um, I just I'm sad that it's going to be gone for two and a half years, but I'm all for progress. And I think, uh, you know, if, if two and a half years of work is going to make it even better and it's going to bring it into the, you know, the the, the 2000s, <laughs> the late the, the 2020s, um, I think that's that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're right. It, the thing is, is that Spaceship Earth, like that whole area, that's part of Futureland, right? You know, it really does need to speak to you know, progress and all that, and especially Spaceship Earth. It's such, it, it is a wonderful story about, you know, how mankind has, you know, moved along through the centuries. Uh, yeah. It it definitely does need that update. I'm, I'm actually very surprised that, that they're looking to extend the ride the way they are, because again, you know, the sphere is designed in such a way that, you know, they, they literally have a finite amount of space unless that sphere is going to be changed, which I don't, I, I don't see them changing the, the exterior, and it sounds like that's the case. Is you know they're going to keep they're going to keep that part of the ride the same. But I wouldn't be surprised if 
either yeah the, so so the space in front of spaceship earth where there's um I mean, there, there's a lot of wide open space there, and there's Walk also to those, the side, you know. Yeah, but there's also those um, those monument stones. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the those ones are with gone. The pictures. They're yeah, still going to get rid of those. <laughs> yeah, the, those. Yeah, they they do only have the the agreement on them was to a certain date, and I don't even know what it was. And then also, yeah, removing the the uh, that you know play area behind it again kind of makes sense because that that's a lot of space that's used for you know it's supposed to be like you know tech demo stuff but it's like tech demos from like 2001 so <laughs> so yeah it's it, they, they definitely could make better use of that space and if they made that all part of the ride and took out that you know that little interactive spot i think that would be okay like i, I don't think the ride needs it necessarily yeah well and so i'm envisioning that the the parts of the ride that are going to be extended is going to be flat it's going to be like before you ascend or descend or after you descend you know what i mean like those are the extra parts they're going to add they're going to build some more building and put it you know or put it like we're talking like you're talking about in one of those uh, future world buildings and one of those intervention buildings uh that are not even being really used anymore except for character greetings you know something like that i i don't know i i there's a lot they can do as long as they don't get rid of art at disney i'm i'm good because uh, <laughs> i i get a lot of art from there every year i go so i got a problem um <laughs> i guess the only thing i i or now that we're talking about it the only thought too is you know if if they're extending the ride like this could become a, a substantially long ride like because i mean spaceship earth is it, it's not it's not a short ride no it, it, like it, it unless they well they wouldn't speed it up but probably not <laughs> yeah but still i mean that that could end up being you know a good 25 minutes that you're sitting in there which i mean isn't a bad thing you know it's a good place to go and and relax and all that but according to wikipedia it is a 15 minute ride so there you go uh, it feels longer <laughs> than that but, it does. <laughs> but listen it's not the 45 minute ride that ellen was so <laughs> yeah but but it's a good 15 minutes though right like it, it like you know you're you're sitting oh, yeah. there you know you're you're calm you're you're enjoying yourself so and they engage you a lot while you're going up and while you're coming down so you're not just kind of sitting there you know it's there's they have those little touch screens that they added you know where you can choose the, your future and all that fun stuff um i i wonder if they'll switch the narrator i i kind of think they will just because if yeah. they're going to overhaul it, they're not going to leave the same narrator, obviously. Well, it wouldn't be the first time that they've done it, but I do like no, it Judy Dench. It's <laughs> I do like Judy Dench, too. Um, I'm going to make a bold guess that's not going to pay off for several years. I'm going to think they go Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> uh, that, that's a good one. I was thinking Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> you know what? That's Or Morgan Freeman. <laughs> no, yeah, Morgan, Morgan, Morgan Freeman, but I... I I think Samuel yeah. Jackson would just be hilarious. Like that would just, just be, be totally, yeah, <laughs> totally not fitted at all. But. No, but that would be, that would be funny too. Um, yeah, no, I, I think there's a lot of options they can do there. I'm, I'm excited about this. I, you know, I don't know, Damon, if that's one of the ones that you're attached to at all. Um, I, I like that one, but you're talking to me about something so far in the future. I don't care yet. That's true. I mean, in two years, I'll, I'll care. Yeah, exactly. I'm just excited. It's it's not going to be closed yet. By the time I go in 2019 next year, assuming that all stays the same. Yeah, and and, and you know, again, even though this is a rumor, you know, it, I, I feel there is a, there is some credibility to this because oh, it sure. does it does make sense that you know they're lining it up with the the anniversary of the park, and and again, you know, Absolutely. for me knowing that is you know we we've got this and illuminations on our 
on our you know must do list when we're at Epcot because we yep. know that those things are going away, right? So well, it was like the last trip that I took. We did our farewell tour where we we went on a great movie ride uh, because we had a feeling that was going and. Uh, went on, you know, well, of course we always go on figment, but you know, we, we assume that was going to be going, you know, that, that type of stuff. So, um, I'm, I'm really bummed that I might not get to see illuminations ever again, but that's, you know, I've seen it a lot of times. I'll just be sad, but uh, when we go, well, the new one will be there. So that'll be good. But I, I don't know. I'll, I'll miss spaceship earth as it is. I, I think it, like you said, it's, it's, they always call this the, the, the Tomorrowland problem, right? Is is it's hard to keep stuff updated when you're talking about the future because, you know, we don't really know what the future is going to be and, and the future comes really quickly, right? So, yeah. uh, you know, and, and so what Disney think, thinks the future might be might happen, you know, 20 years from now might happen five years from now. So it's, it's hard to keep those things updated. But I, I feel like Spaceship Earth can be pretty timeless because they do, you know, they the story goes up to a certain point and then it's kind of like now's today. They don't really do much of the future with that. It's, you know, the, it, in fact, in the right now, I feel like it's just like the future is what it, you know, whatever it could be, you know, like they're just, they're really kind of open-ended about it. It's almost more about the past in that. Yeah. Realm, so, yeah. And, and, and I think, yeah, the, the biggest thing is, you know, even the today stuff is, is, you know, really far back. Like they, it does yeah. even, even getting as far as today, not even talking about the future, they do have to keep, you know, changing that because it does have to at least kind of stay relevant. Yeah, I agree. My assumption would be is that they wait to do this until either Ratatouille's open or Guardians is open. And it seems like there's, there's some rumors out there that Ratatouille could be done by the end of next year. So I, you know, cause if they're going to take away an attraction, they should probably add one because, you know, Epcot's already, doesn't have a ton of rides i mean it has a good amount but not as <laughs> yeah. many as like a magic kingdom or you know well hollywood studios doesn't have a ton at the moment either but um but but yeah it, i i feel like they'd want to do that kind of trade-off so yeah i mean just imagine the queue for the land if they didn't <laughs> living for living with the land yeah <laughs> i mean yeah. i you know i i just, always, I always just think desperate <laughs> yeah there'll be a 20 minute wait for figment that's i i saw somebody on facebook say uh you know it's a busy day at epcot when there's more than a five minute wait for for figment <laughs> yeah when it's Which, not walk on yeah when it's not walk on yeah pretty much or or for i guess even for nemo uh when you when you go to living seas because that thing is never got a line either so <laughs> But anyway, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. We went longer than we normally do, but we had a really nice detour from Damon. So yeah, I, I thought that was super fun. So yeah, for sure. um, but yeah. So as far as where to meet or where to uh, talk to us, we uh, always have our email address. So you can email where, where us. Are we meeting? Is there a meet? Is there is sorry? There a, is no. Where's our? Um, I read a word on a meet? page and I read it out loud because. <laughs> That's what my brain wants to do. <laughs> no, I, I, I want this meat. Like, when are we planning well, this? Like, well, are we planning want... it for the, the opening of the new, uh, you know, what, what ride? What ride are we all meeting at? Yeah. Well, I mean, if anyone wants to meet me in January, you can come and meet me at the Polynesian because I'll be there. So there you go. Yeah. Just look for look for look for Trevor by the uh, Dole Whips uh, by the what is it pineapple and eyes that yeah. Wait, yeah. Are, are we trying to pull off though a 2019 trip? Is that possible? I mean, no, I, 2020, right? Is yeah, 20 is probably better. Yeah, I yeah. I, I don't think 2019 is feasible for all of us. But yeah, all right. Well, 2020, we have to get the listeners ready for it now. Yeah, we yeah. can post it, and everyone can come and. Yeah, yeah with paying us. for everybody and <laughs> wait, wait, what was that? What? <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Don't worry, Tom. We're fine. Okay, I, yeah, I didn't hear that part. So. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. <Anyway>. So, <laughs> so yeah, our, our email address for those that just want to talk to us um, is welcome home podcast at gmail.com. Um, I'll, yeah, we, we have a website. It's cool. Um, yeah, you can Google it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, ser- yeah, seriously though, we, we love hearing from you guys. We love, you know, you guys message us, on, uh, you, you send us emails, you message us on, on Facebook. Um, we love that stuff. We love talking to you guys. It gets us excited and we love that you guys are excited to listen to us. Um, as usual, uh, on social media, you can find us at welcome home podcast. Uh, we do have Twitter and Instagram, but we honestly, I think we all suck at Twitter and Instagram. Um, stuff does get posted. We're, we're old. We use yeah. Facebook. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, stuff does get posted onto those platforms. So, so you know, you can follow us on there. You know, Twitter is Welcome Home Pod. Instagram is Welcome Home Picks. Um, so you'll basically see stuff that we post from Facebook there because that's what we do. That's um, <laughs> yeah, and so we are... Um, we always do like reviews. So, you know, if you found us on iTunes or, uh, or Google play, or is there any other platforms that we're on now? Uh, yeah, actually. So big news, we are now on Spotify. So that's really cool. That's exciting. <laughs> that's, big, that's big news. It is. It's huge news. I thought so... you were going to say we're on YouTube and you're, <laughs> we're recording video. No, I going to be big, big news. Well, I can Spot- do that too, but <laughs> lots of people listen to, to, to podcasts on Spotify now, and now our listeners can do the same. So, just search for us on Spotify. We also posted the link on our Facebook too. If you want to follow it on Spotify, and you can listen to listen to us uh, every time on on Spotify now too. So when are we going to be on YouTube? Someday <laughs> when we, <laughs> when we all start get recording cameras. this in video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Spotify. I'm so excited about Spotify. I think it's awesome that we're on there now. So please check us out on there. Follow us. Uh, just about any podcast app that you have, you can search for Welcome Home and you can find us. Uh, and of course, just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company. And as such, any and all opinions we express on this show are our own. So or the cons- Woods of Terror Company. What's that? Or the Woods of Terror Company. The Woods of Terror Company. Right. We don't speak for them either. either. Yeah, yeah, we, we don't, can't speak yeah. for them either. We don't speak for them either, but we should call them up and, and get them to sponsor the show after the glowing review you just gave. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I would love to have them on the show. The problem is is that how do you bring them? Like, I, I was really stretching it to bring it back to Disney at this point, but, man, it yeah, would be great to, be to have them on the show. Maybe maybe we do it as a wait list. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, I like that idea. Uh, so uh, please consult a DVC representative for any questions about DVC or a cast member. Call Disney up if you have any questions. Uh, Damon, do you have anything to promote? Um, let's see. Uh, we've just been doing some interviews. Nothing actually special. I, I am trying to figure out a, a, to do another podcast that is not Disney related. Um, once we get there, I'll let you know. Other than that, I've been busy and tired. So no. <laughs> and then Trevor, you want to talk about your uh, your um, fundraiser? Yep. Uh, yeah. So Extra Life uh, is November 3rd. I actually made a post on the Facebook page uh, linking to uh, the donation page. So yeah, you can go check us out there. We'll be playing games all day. Uh, we'll have VR, we'll have Nintendo Switch, all that kind of stuff. And all the proceeds from the donations go to Children's Miracle Network. So I'm playing games to help kids and hopefully you guys can, you know, come watch us and have some fun. Yeah, please do. And uh Big Wait, there, do, do we know what? No, hold on, Tom. Okay, hold on, sorry, hold on, sorry. sorry. <laughs> what, do we know what games you're playing yet? Are there any Disney-related games? So 
I have slated for some of the old Disney Nintendo games, so like DuckTales. Duck yep, DuckTales, Chippendale, okay. Rescue Rangers. Um, I have an Xbox game called uh, um, the uh, it's the Disneyland Connect uh, okay. Xbox game, so we actually yep. run around Disneyland and, and all the rides or mini games. Yep. And I think we might be playing Mickey's Castle of Illusion at one point as well. So that's all I have planned so far. We kind of do wing it a little bit, so I can't guarantee that all of those will necessarily be played throughout the day. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, thank you. Uh, big shout out to DVC Resale Market, our friends over there. Uh, make sure you go check them out, download their app. Uh, Give them a call, and they're happy to talk to you. And, um, you know, please uh, join us next time for uh, more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. Mm -hmm.